0: Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I'm Darren Connell and this is Straight White Whale. Thank you so much for coming back. We've got a new sponsor this week, so before I get into it, I just want to thank Merchant City Medical, a good bunch of people. The new sponsor is McTassels. Have you ever heard of McTassels, Paul?
1: Well, I have now, but technically no. I've never been. Tell us all about it,
0: Darren. I will do. See that there? A wee bit of professionalism between me and Paul. McTasso's is a Greek food van and they're really popular in Scotland. It's run by a family that I know, a Greek family, Greek Scottish family, right? They've got three businesses. One is in Buchanan Galleries, the other one is at the Fort, and one's in Kelvin Way. They do like gyros food which is halloumi, lamb and chicken and they do falafel, right? Um, they've been here for a couple of years, but a couple of years ago, uh, Glasgow Live did a story on them and mm-hmm. it went viral and they've just fucking exploded. So the first time that I ever had a Giros, and this is how I knew that they were amazing, right? Shit hot was I was waiting in the queue and the guy was passing a woman a giros uh-huh. and a bit of the meat fell off and landed on the pavement right uh-huh. and there was a dog there and the dog you should have seen this dog eat it off the pavement right <laughs> it was like have you ever seen that stephen king film i think it's called could could you <laughs> no. about the possessed dog <laughs> no. like it was eating bits <laughs> of the fucking pavement like <laughs> 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 like i was like that dog's just showed its wolf right. um i've I was like, the "Fucking hell, man! Even the dogs are hoovering it off the pavement." So, um, I I ate it, and it was better than coke. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only get businesses that I like, um, or businesses that I know. And uh, this is a business that I know. The food is amazing. It's good people. They're beautiful Greek bastards. Even big uh, Ange Posticoglou, he's been up. Really? Uh, you can go on their Instagram and you'll see a picture of that big sexy bastard getting right. in about a G-Ross. How can people be racist, mate, when you've got shit like that? How
1: th- what do you mean?
0: Like, all the food of the world and all the people of the world. Oh, right, like, aye. first and foremost Ange is a sexy bastard
1: right? That's, I was, do you know what I was going to say? I sent a DM to a mate a, a mutual friend of ours, Jerry Taylor who was saying what a result and I was like do you know what mate, I think I might be gay for one man and one man only and that's Big Ange like I reckon if he was you know cutting about the West End and like needing to nut I'd be uh, like, fucking fire at my gut mate let's go <laughs> <laughs>
0: sexy bastard big sexy bastard <laughs> I get vibes off him like I-, I want him to love me like I want like I, I want him to love me man <laughs> pure daddy vibes aye <laughs> like gonna say that you love me and I'll cuddle you and I'll say that I love you aye. see when he talks about his dad and all that I'm like I was greeting mate. So getting about G Ross with the fucking weight <laughs> way- <laughs> McTassels. Aye, McTassos. <laughs> fucking hell man. How did I learn that I had daddy issues during a, an advert for a McTassos stuff? Se- the new Celtic manager gets <laughs> gets revealed to me, didn't you? I've got daddy issues on, oh aye. I don't know if I want you to sponsor the podcast anywhere. I'm fucking choking <laughs> up here. I, how shite is it being Scottish? They've all got G uh, G-Ross and I went for an Indian mealware the weekend and you can get this yogurt drink called Lassie, I think it's called. Right. Lass. It's like a beautiful yogurt drink and I'm like, God. When we grew up, it was mince and totties Aye. and I had to eat it in front of al family members.
1: <laughs> Robinson's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Wait, do you think in India, there's like a wee Scottish food van, or in Greece, there's like a Scottish food van, and they're giving out chips and chicken, like turkey dinosaurs, and fucking diluting orange.
0: <laughs> Aye. You're like, ah, how? you're not supposed to boil mince for nine years. <laughs> oh, man. Mince and totties, man. Fuck's sake. I fucking hate mince and totties, oh, man. I do you? I mean, if it's made right. I can eat it, but no, the way I fucking grew up eating it. <laughs> fucking hell. Stewed sausage, what's that all about? Sitting, like, boiling
1: sausages in gravy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get into this, mate. How's your week been since I last seen all right, you? been
1: alright, other than fuck my back. I was telling you before we started, I've totally fucked my back.
0: We are getting old.
1: Mate, this is it. This is it, man. I'm starting to think, fuck, maybe I need to stop going and doing chin-ups and... <laughs> Fucking squatting and bench pressing, my body's pure. <laughs> <laughs> a chin up in the gym. I it was a pull up. I was doing pull ups, mate. Pull I got up. I got to eight out of my ten reps, and I fucking felt something pop. Um, and it's an interior muscle that's in my fucking rib cage. Has went. I'm fucked. I'm oh absolutely my fucked. Maybe I need to take up Tai Chi,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or take some CBD. Oh, you need to get into that. I just realised I can't read my fucking handwriting. It's too wee I need to get a laptop and no. all. I've got a chin-up bar in the house. Have you? I've never used it in my life. The only time I've ever used it was I tried to hang myself for it when I was like 18. <laughs> is
1: that true? Yeah. When they stop laughing. know <laughs> it's all right. It's funny. Is it one of the ones that wedges in between the door frame? Aye. So you they're just, they're just, is that it what It broke happened? off, oh. aye.
0: And I was lying on the carpet. I've spoken about this in my stand-up routine. I was lying on the carpet with a bit of chin-up bar across my chest. And I was thinking, was I that fat? I've just snapped my chin-up bar, but it was the way the chin-up bar was. I was like, I'm sure that'll be funny one day. Can't even hang myself. Anyway, McTasso's man. Giros. <laughs> get some, Get some falafel and a blowjob. Well, I mean, this is before I tried all that shit. Like, I'm willing... I'll put this on record, right? g is that good, it'll make you no-kill yourself. For fuck's sake. Honestly. <laughs> it's better than cocaine i'm not even talking about McTassos, i'm talking about g-ross in fucking general right what is g-ross it's like a pita bread a greek pita bread uh-huh. and it's got um hummus and all that type of shit right oil olive oil and stuff Aye, i've had one i and then you can put whatever you want in it mm-hmm. uh so it's that good it won't make you kill yourself <laughs>
1: So, if you, oh, we, need, we need to stop. We need to, stop. I was going to say, see, see if you'd have been successful, you'd have regretted your suicide if you, but that's terrible. Man. I basically,
0: because <laughs> you didn't get some McTassels. No doubt people get offended by that. There was a couple of cunts that were pulling me up about us talking about uh Whoopi Goldberg. How come? Proper DMing me saying, you know how I was like Whoopi Goldberg said that about the Jewish people, but I was a wee bit stuttery because I never knew the story word for word. Mm-hmm. I get this 10 page essay by a random saying how fucking dare you or that type of shit. What was the, the, the context of the rant? It was something along the lines that I was, uh, I don't even really know. It was just like gibberish. I just, Do you mean gibberish? Gibberish. <laughs> gibberish, shy. <aye>. Barry Gibberish. <laughs> I was just like, shut the fuck up. I said she was sexy and ghost. Uh-huh. Does that make me hate Jewish people? Get so a grip.
1: Was it that we were an accusation that we were sort of making fun of the Holocaust? Yes. Right, okay. Uh-huh. But
0: we weren't there? No.
1: We were talking about Whoopi Goldberg sort of saying that. It was like it wasn't a racism. It was just bad people. We're just oh. like can two can they two things exist at the same time? But let's not get back into it. Um, but so <laughs> we are basically taking the piss out of the Holocaust because we were talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they can fuck off. Hope they're listening to
0: this. Fuck off. Aye, fuck off. I don't. I don't ever engage in a conversation. I just keep saying, "Are you all right? Are you okay?" <laughs> and it makes them so furious, man. So get get it up them. Uh, <laughs> there's been a weird. There's weird um, energy in the air recently with shit in there. Just, the world seems poisoned, man. Like, everybody's getting cancelled. It just seems like a weird, stupid game. Like, a circus type of shit. Like, are we cancelling them because they're bad people? Or are you doing it because you're getting a thrill? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, my opinion changes on Joe Rogan weekly. I think, deep down, he's a good person. I think he's a good guy. He's mm-hmm. just trying to be a stand-up comedian. He's been a stand-up comedian for 30 years. He's a fucking meathead. He smokes a bit of pot. Like He's like everybody else, the majority of people in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's got this podcast that is just probably... Mm. Back in the day, it was like The Tonight Show. He's 100 times bigger than The Tonight Show. Like right, hundreds and hundreds of millions of views he's getting mm-hmm. and he's going on to this uh podcast and it's not scripted. Sometimes he's drinking booze, he's smoking a bit of weed. It must be fucking tough. And he came out and he apologised. He had an apology video and I must say, like uh, uh, I uh do respect him for apologizing uh-huh. because we don't live in a world where people say I fucked up.
1: That's what exactly what I was gonna say, is that I think I'm with you. I'm flip-flopping on this. like, um, But it takes a big person. That guy gets about bill, a billion downloads a month on his audio. That's I never knew it was as much as that. That's man. just Spotify. That right? is well, crazy. That, he mentioned something about that they hit that. That was a couple of years ago. They were on Apple and Spotify, and they were saying that there was a point where, you know, the, the podcast boom happened and Rogan was getting a billion downloads a month. right? Biggest podcaster on the planet, which means he's the biggest because He speaks for like two or three hours at a time, yeah. So people are hearing and listening and watching him more than any other information news. So you're bang on, he's like Jonathan Ross in this country, plus you know, whatever Carson Daly, like plus, yeah, um, you know, like uh, David Letterman. He's all this together. Don't think yeah. anybody's ever Johnny Carson. I, I don't think anybody's ever had the worldwide pool. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast has, so I'm wary. It's like, and he sits and he talks. So you could go. And there's there's over a thousand episodes. I think you could go and find. I mean, people were finding him saying then word, yeah, for like five six years ago and stuff like that. Which yeah. you can condemn. You can be like, not, that's not good, right? But for him to come out and apologise, you're like, well, clearly he must have some sort of like fucking morality. And when yeah. you listen to what he says, you're like, he's spot on what he said. Like, yeah, you think that he's waking up to the fact that. He wants to keep going with this project, he's gonna to need to develop some sort of accountability and awareness that yeah. if he has somebody that's coming on and saying that COVID's a lot of shite, that he should follow that up very quickly or at the same time have somebody to yeah. counter that argument. But um it doesn't look good to me. It's it's the optics, isn't it? Like him and Jordan Peterson. ...sitting down and talking about the credibility of racism and... Uh two white, two... ...no, even middle-aged, two, like, old white men. Yeah. It doesn't look good to me. And... ...and personally, I would like to see them avoid it. Because... ...they've got no point of fucking reference. They're talking about statistics. It's like, that doesn't matter. Like, unfortunately... People feel this really every day and, oh. and use what to just sit there for three years and talk about how, well, if you look at the statistics, it yeah. tells a different story. Like, really? Yeah. Really, guys? Like, like
0: what the fuck do you know? Exactly. Jordan Peterson, uh-huh. spe- especially Jordan uh-huh. Peterson, because he's in a better position in life than Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan was a stand-up comedian. Jordan Peterson's, like, a lecturer, an educated background. What the fuck does he know? Like, was he no saying a couple of weeks ago that he was not white, he was actually frogish green? I think he tweeted that. We were were talking about race, and Uh like, black people are no actually black, and white people are no white, and you're just like, shut the fuck up. This is
1: the thing, mate. This is, I mean, Sam Harris is another one that I've got a lot of respect for. I listen to Sam Harris's podcast. He gets some incredible guests. Mm. They talk about stuff that you probably won't hear in other podcasts. Like, hyper-intelligent, like Dr. Jordan Peterson, he's a doctor, you know, like hyper-intelligence, but these guys, they, they, I think that you kind of get away from the fact that it feels very deliberate. Uh-huh. They're smart enough to know what they're doing and what they're doing is not funny and it's not, you know, that way you're not, yeah. it's no funny or clever what you're doing, trying to use percentages or numbers to mm-hmm. try and justify, something that you already already believe in your head yeah Um. jordan peterson spent two years eating salt and steak thinking it was curing his mental health and his motor neuron disease that he's not got and it ended up driving him to a fucking hospital and back to like extreme antidepressants do not listen to that guy like this is the problem
0: as is that salt beef and water
1: that's all he consumed for like eighteen months and ended up in the hospital. Don't listen to him. Like, yeah. if there's ever a, a piece of information for you not to listen to what that guy says, it's, it's that. Like, mm-hmm. these people or or my dad used to say, there's guys out there that think because they've gotten they've got letters after their name or whatever on these like, lap, but they my dad used to say they don't know what it's like on the street. Aye, and it and that is what happened with peterson and, and rogan rogan got a hundred million dollars for his podcast this guy doesn't even know what it's like on the street man. as much yeah. as i find i used to find that a bit cringe when my dad used to say that like they're all they're all book smarts they're, it was all books and neighbours. They, they don't know what's good that's what my dad used to say yeah. this is what that is, isn't it yeah
0: i think anyway and i feel like we need to say that doesn't mean what obviously what joe rogan said was awful Like, I've watched the clips recently. I can't even remember him saying that. I can't even remember watching him saying the N-word stuff. It's disgraceful, it's disturbing, and it's awful. And he also was talking about Planet of the Apes when he went to the cinema. It's awful. He talks about it in his uh, apology video, so it is uh, rough as fuck watching it. Uh, But what I'm trying to say is, like i'm no black so i don't know what racism's like so it must be like a getting stabbed or something it must be horrible like i know a guy it made me think about my pal right i don't want to name him because he might be embarrassed but he was born here Mm -hmm. and he's scottish Mm -hmm. 100 percent. he's scottish but his mum and dad were from pakistan but i don't even think he's been to pakistan and he's fucking mere Glaswegian than me. Right. And he says sometimes when he's walking down the street, people will shout at him from cars, like, go back to your own country and stuff. Mm-hmm. How <clears throat> How do you deal with how that weird one? must that feel, though? But mm-hmm. the, the fact that you've been here since birth and you're Scottish and you went to primary school and somebody's saying, go back to your own country, I don't even think he can speak any languages I mean. he's scottish it must
1: make you feel really isolated because it must drive a wedge between you and feeling scottish oh. and then also well, they're telling you to go back they speak a completely different language you've never been there so um it must make you feel really isolated and alone mate like yeah. I, I mean i've got i I've, I've said this on a podcast before and you know i, I reluctantly say it but i've got a, a small point of reference when i went to uni I was a 17-year-old Glasgow Ned that went to Glasgow University, Mm -hmm. and I felt like everybody was looking at me. They probably weren't they, but I felt like everybody was looking and judging me because I didn't feel like I fit in. And I think that is probably a fraction of what people feel when they experience racism and bigotry. And and I suppose, like, you know, I had the, the... you know, Phoenian bee fruit me, yeah. And I never really enjoyed that much. It makes me makes me kind of feel not good about myself. And I had that when I was younger. But I I try and have empathy and compassion for everybody. And when I and when I think about racism, I really do think about how times in my life where I felt isolated or different for everybody that's run about me. And the only one time that I've really felt like that was when I went to Glasgow and I turned up in a tracksuit with a backpack, and everybody was just like. Look at the fucking state. Well, in my head, it was look at the fucking state of him. Yeah. But, you know, I'm white, so I went into town with my sass and I bought a pair of jeans and I bought a hoodie and I turned up the next day and I felt part. You know, it was that yeah. simple for me to change. People kind of change the colour color of their skin, mate. It must be horrifying when you experience yeah. that. I can't even imagine, you know, other than trying to sort of, you know, think about it from my own perspective and going, I feel like that might be a wee fraction because I could fix that. Mm-hmm. By going and just changing what I wore to fit in.
0: What happened I mean, everybody must be talking about this, right? But it's made me think about other things. Like, have you seen the Jimmy Carr situation? No, mate, I've 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 not. So enlighten me, please. So basically, Jimmy Carr had a stand up special. I've not watched it and it was out on Netflix at Christmas. I've I can't even remember what it's called, right? But um they've cut No matter how you look at it, it's awful, right? People keep saying that there's another part of the joke that he explains it, and I should have probably watched it, but I don't know how you can justify this. He was talking about the Holocaust, and he says, you know, six million people died, and a lot of those people that died were the Roman and Gypsy community, Uh and it was something along the lines of, you need to look at the positives of that. Right. So it's pretty fucking awful mm-hmm. and it's disturbing. And I'm the darkest comedian out and even that I was like, that is crazy. uh
1: uh-huh. Are you quite self um defacing? If you know what I mean, with your comedy. Like L- Like you... I'm the
0: joke. Uh huh. Yeah. I, right. I make myself the joke at all times. Uh-huh. And I, I it's not like to be some warrior. Like I just make myself the joke. If I do fat jokes, it's about myself. I don't slag fat people. Um, you know, if I say something about mental illness, Uh which can be a no go, it's myself. Right. Addiction. It's myself. Uh huh. I'm always punching up. Is it punching down or up? No, you'd be punching up. I'm punching up. Uh huh. So, uh, it's really it was disturbing, and people are going mental online about it. And, see, the thing is, what is it? Is it Roman community?
1: Aye, Romany. Ro- Romany? Uh-huh, Romany and Traveller. Traveller. Uh-huh, and previously what would, would be called Gypsy. I think uh, that that's a slur now, but I'm only Gypsy's saying that a slur. as a way.
0: I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, yep. mate, but I know it's the Traveller community, isn't right. it? Like- so I'll be 100% honest with you, right? I never knew anything about the Traveller community before uh, Tyson Fury. Like, right. I never literally fucking never clueless
1: see... Well, there used to be the TV show My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, so maybe it's no if they're using it. Well uh, Did you ever see that programme that I was never. about the, the traveller community and they've got some stuff that within the community that you know, the grabbing thing where the guy will just grab a Lassie, and then that's basically like they're getting married or whatever like oh really they only really marry within their community i think these are the sort of traditions <laughs> that exist within you know catholics protestants as well yeah. you know we've, we've kind of we're watching that breakdown in front of your eyes and, and the the, the thing yeah. right? but that's the thing mate i think that's the difference right jimmy Carr is making a joke at a marginalized community of people that's punching down, that's pissing on them. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, make make fun of yourself. You want to be dark. You want to push your boundaries. Make it at us. Like, mate, if you've got how, straight white men wanting to make jokes about black, trans, gay, bi, like, fuck off. There's plenty of jokes that we can make about ourselves. We're probably the biggest scumbags on the fucking planet, right? Yeah. But we want to push the boundaries by making jokes at smaller groups of people. This is where people get a really bad and personally me as well when comics come out and go i think that we should be able we need to be able to make jokes at everything and it's like i think that in essence that is true oh. but i also disagree with your choice to make jokes that you know transgender people for instance are probably the most marginalized people within our society you know what i mean like um it's like but you're choosing to do it i'm not saying that I I think we should it should be on the table nothing's off the table uh, but the people that choose it like especially white guys that choose to make jokes about the traveler community it's like you're punching so far down yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. like just fucking get a break like there's no need for it I don't think anyway
0: I completely agree with you and what I would say is uh, reading Tyson Fury's book uh, made me It opened my eyes to that community made me respect them and i thought i good people mm-hmm. and it was tyson fury tyson fury is a good guy man i messaged him once on twitter and he got back to me did they Aye, we're getting them on <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was just like pleasantries but i was like well, he's a he's a good guy man yeah, um seems like a nice cunt so i it's the same with racists as well racists are strange it's like when the word pakistani Like, I've heard a couple of racists saying the racist term for Pakistani is no racist. It's just shortened for that word. And I'm like, it's no shortened. See, when you say that word, you can see somebody's soul leave their fucking body. Mm -hmm. You know that it's hurtful. Like, shut up.
1: Exactly what you just said, mate. It's the context of the word. It doesn't even matter if it's a shortened word for the word Pakistani. Uh, It's the context, and it's about... Where did it come from? Why did it come? Why was it used? It was a derogatory term. Like, I, but how come they get to use it? Because it, what? Like, yeah. are you kidding me on? Like, see if I'm Scottish, I can say jock, right? Yeah. And I can say, like, but see when I'm in England, if somebody's like, oh, jock, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, no, do, thank you, you, mate. do you think that's offensive? 100%. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, Scotch. Is like, oh, th- that off. boils my piss, right? But that's just a personal thing. I don't think that's offensive. But, you know, if somebody calls me jock, I'm like, excuse yeah. me? You know a what sweaty I sweaty mean? sock? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> I get called that once in England. A sweaty I, sock. Well, that's even fucking worse, mate. That's uh-huh. even worse. I mean, I fuck them, man. It's just, uh, why? Why do you want to pick on these people? Yeah. Why, do you, why do you want to say that word? We're getting into pure semantics. Well, so, but it's just a short version of the word. Word's sticks and stones. Um, well, fucking won't call me jock, you cunt. We'll fucking see what happens, I aye? It will be, be sticks and stones, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what their problem is? I'm getting angry
0: today, mate. I'll tell you what their problem is, mate. They've not had a McTassels. <laughs> <laughs> they need a giras in their I life mean, that well, would cure racism other than suck
1: Ange the Coggle's cock to get the magic
0: <laughs> Yeah, i tell you this man see a couple of years ago I watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy right? right when I was doing Panto in Dundee and I had nothing to watch and see watching that see when you're a working class white straight male mm-hmm. there's a lot of things in your life I went to a catholic school you're you're no, sur- before I did stand-up comedy, I wasn't surrounded with anybody that w- was different from me, it was all the same, right. so w- you you might have uh, you know, the fear of something different when you're young and you're like oh because when you went to a Christian school, you're You kind of get taught that if a guy goes with a guy, that's wrong. It's never verbally said in a classroom, but it's kind of in the hush. You go to a church on a Sunday. I've heard a priest say that in a church before. And you're like, what? You're like, I've got a gay auntie and she's fucking happy. Mm -hmm. And she loves her life. But this old 97-year-old priest is telling me that that's no natural. But because you're a Wayne, you don't really know any different. And then you become an adult and you're like... Wait a minute. You're the biggest fucking pedo ring in the world. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. What was I saying there? I totally lost my fucking. You were saying that um
1: it's about being different. You are 100%, right mate? I I can remember the first time and I don't I'm genuinely not being racist here I can remember the first time I seen a black guy in County and I was genuinely shocked at like what. And the one there. <laughs> and I, I'm not being racist mate, but the one in a shop. They were aye. literally moved into a house in Carntine. I can remember that. That was an event in my life yeah. where it was like a black family or a family of colour moved into Carntine and it was like pure. <gasps> and you're right, it's because you're not surrounded by it, right? And yeah. and so, aye, it's different. That's what I meant, aye. It's different, but at the same time, don't, you don't need to treat people that are different for you differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can treat... See, as long as you treat every person that you come across we we uh, respect that's yeah. it that's it until they disrespect you until you find out oh wait a minute i need to watch what i do here just treat everybody with respect no matter yeah. what sex gender color football team religion see no matter what that this is what i would say if i meet somebody new do i want to be treated with respect mm-hmm. do you yeah so they are so therefore, when I meet somebody new, I must treat them with respect because it's the law of the universe, mate. You will get out what you put into it. And if you meet people with skepticism, aggression, you know, worse, like abuse, you'll get mm-hmm. it back. And all these people, like if you look at all the big ones, Tommy Robinson, Nick Griffin, they are all ugly fucking bastards on the outside. And it's because the hatred that's inside you seeps out your fucking pores yeah. and nobody will want to be about you. And they all end up isolated but unfortunately now we've got the fucking internet where they all just come together and be hateful bastards together yeah so they're empowered and emboldened and think that they can take their fucking
0: nonsense out into the world
1: but we just need to fight it mate yeah. but just treat everybody with fucking respect that's all that it takes man i
0: agree with you thank you for saying that Get you're, off my soapbox. you're way uh more educated than me uh I'll tell you a quick story, right? We've got comedy stuff here. It doesn't need to be comedy. It's my podcast. We can talk about whatever you want. I want to go back to talking about g and sucking Angie's banger. But I'll tell you a nice story, <laughs> right? It made me, when I was becoming an adult and leaving Glasgow, I get, I get put into the final of a stand-up comedy competition called okay. the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year. And it was in Leicester. And I get put in there by a promoter that you can only get put to the final if you're getting nominated. So I get nominated and in the final, there was like Welsh comedians and English. And it was one of my first gigs in England, right? And I was very, very nervous. So did you have
1: to do a gig in Leicester to get nominated?
0: No, no, no. You just get nominated in general. Right, okay. Then that's you in the final. Right, okay. So I went down from Glasgow to Leicester and i was really really nervous and i died of mars and when i was dying of mars on the stage i was like really glaswegian and fucking all nice and that nah, snap. so nobody really understood me uh-huh. and i was skint as well right i worked in asda it was 113 pound for the train fare or something i only had 130 pound on me i was they gave us some food vouchers for nando's I was depressed, I was like really depressed I went, because I'd done really well in Glasgow in Scotland and I was like oh, if I go down there I might do well and I just, I was so shite right, so on the train journey back I was like, the guy sitting beside me just must have fucking knew that I was sad, his name was Michael right, right. he was English he was black and we started having a conversation with each other and to this day, I still think, I'm so grateful that that happened, the gig was shite, everything was shite, apart for this train journey, the guy started talking to me, right, I swear in my mother's life that this is a true story, but just saying, like, you come for Glasgow and stuff, and he started, he asked me a question, right, he's like, do you get black people in Scotland? And I was like, uh, I mean, I was like 24 at the time, so I was like, no, I don't... No. He's like, you get, like, uh, people from Iraq and stuff and oh, refugees. Like immigrants. Aye, immigrants. Right, uh-huh. But he's like, I don't think I've seen, like, a black British person. That's sc- Like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. a black English person. And he's like, oh, I never knew that. He's like, because I, when I went up to Scotland, I, I don't see any black people. But down here, there's, like, everybody's different. Aye. And it pure blew my mind. So... <laughs> I never realised, right? See, at one point, he was eat- we were eating and drinking and stuff, and I looked down, and I was like, no fucking way, man. He had a, prosth- a prosthetic arm. Right. But I didn't want a pure stare. So I was like, is that fucking arm real or fake? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Navy. I was in the Navy. I lost my arm in the Navy. And he told me his story. He's like, I want, I want to be... I don't want to pure ruin this story but he's like, I'm not in the army anymore but my dream is to be the first black um amputee mm-hmm. to sail around the world right? because it's never been done before ah, right, okay. and that's my dream and I was like, fuck, I felt bad for being a shite like, I felt like important being a comedian but mm-hmm. then I'm sitting beside this guy Aye. and then see at the end of it The two of you stood up and we cuddled each other and stuff. We were nearly greeting. And then the guy in front of you stood up and he's like, look, I don't mean to, like, eavesdrop, but that was incredible to hear your story. Mm -hmm. And I just wish the two of you all the best. So, uh, Michael got in touch with us like a year ago. Oh, really? And the two of you are pals on Facebook. Oh, brilliant. And I asked him, Michael, did you ever do your dream of sailing around the world? Mm Mm-hmm. And guess what he said? What? He's like, nah, I've got a job in Asda. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? True <laughs> story. True story. Mad Michael, wouldn't get on my phone on. So, I it was a true story. He's a driver in Asda, but he's like, I've just no had the time today. I was like, I, all the best. Go and pay, the, pay the bills, Michael, mate. But I know that that was a bit of a joke at the end there. That was 100% a true story. No, mate. So, Mad Michael. What else have we got? Mad Mac. Um we need to lighten up a wee bit. I asked a couple of people I said I was like, I'm doing the podcast today. Does anybody get any questions? Mm-hmm. And somebody said, um, can you tell the world what it was like being gay and growing up in this scheme? I was like, uh <laughs> How would I'm, know? I'm no gay, mate. <laughs> so how was that? <sighs> It was
1: alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my big cousin was gay and grew up in Cranhill, mate, and he didn't have it easy, got to say. My aye. dad had to teach him how to fucking knock cunts out. Ah, that but must be tough,
0: man. Aye, mate, fucking total shite, mate. I'd suck a banger for a Giros. 100%. <laughs> um, there's another guy I know, there's this guy online, he doesn't come from the UK, right? I don't know how I know him, but I think he might have followed me for Vine, right? And the guy is gay, 100% gay, right. and he just... Uh, he's obsessed with me for some fucking reason I don't know why he's obsessed right and recently I, blo- I had to block him and stuff and then I unblocked him because they sent me a tweet and uh, he's like asking me for a dick pic just non-stop right so then my, my I was like fuck it I was like uh, if you if you want that you need to pay me and he was like I'm skint I was like well fuck off then I'm not gonna just give you a fucking <laughs> dick pic for nothing number, <laughs> platinum platinum nudes somebody but, on twitter tagged me in
1: a post saying what happened to the arse burning chilies that i'd ordered to eat on the podcast for <clears throat> brian mcginley the bottle of sauce it's in the house so i brung it uh-huh but that was a week kieran was here and we forgot all about it i had a cap full of it my ramen and it fucking nearly took my heat off but it's in the house so we'll need to bring it around did not blow week. your ass no mate it was surprisingly it surprisingly just like the mouth i don't remember it being really bad the next day um after that but it's hot sauce mate it's like you know i think it's 80 percent carolina reaper
0: oh my god i'm hungry are you fasting today
1: i mate, every day
0: when are you breaking your fast
1: six o'clock
0: what time is it now four o'clock oh man i'm horny i am horny. (laughs) (laughs) horny for some hot sauce (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what else have I got I don't know, man? I uh, just the absolute mentalist mental side of Twitter is like I found it quite funny how anti vaxxers are uh rubbishing doctors and GPs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're saying the this is all shit and they're all bullshit, but then they're gone and getting their information for Right," said Fred. "Aye,
1: like, all right. Aye, I don't believe. I don't believe these people that have studied their full life at this. They've been indoctrined into this system. I believe my ma. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> my auntie. My auntie knows. She's been surrounding herself with crystals for years, Darren. She knows the score.
0: Man, auntie shared a video on
1: Facebook. You're like, all
0: oh, right, okay.
1: Aye, it's it's ridiculous, but like the fucking. Uh, just the, the pure discourse that's happening, like, people that are, like, sharing memes as if they're, like, this is the word of the Lord. <laughs> Do you yeah. know
0: what I mean? Like, that must be true. It's a meme. I've noticed a really f- a cruel thing that, I mean, obviously, anti-vaxxers have always been cruel, but I think they've, recently, they've they've changed the game and it's went into very dangerous. They've always been dangerous, mm-hmm. but this has went to, like, people need to start getting arrested now because they've, they've started to say that the vaccine is causing aids and i'm like get to fuck i what speeding up the process of aids and there's like this super fucking aids virus that's coming out now and it's happening through the vaccine and i've started seeing that our souls on uh facebook saying that the vaccine's causing aids now how do
1: we arrest people but on on this is where it starts to get weird. Where you're kind of like, "Ah, you're right. They they kind of need to be stopped. Uh-huh. But how do we stop people for just saying shit? I talking shit. You know what I mean? Uh you're basically gonna end up with a wee jail somewhere that's just shit talkers anonymous. Aye, like perpetual liars and bullshitters. Um, but I mate, people are coming away with all sorts of shit. I've seen somebody sharing, a fucking somebody saying that. All these football players dropping down with heart conditions is because of the vaccine, I've and seen that. there's like so much data that goes back to like 2016. I mean, for dog, that's all. This has been, this has been a thing oh. in football for a long time. Um, and now people are just using it for their own agenda because they're so afraid of the vaccination.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. fuck
1: off man like get a grip of yourself
0: that's the kind of frustrating thing about joe rogan as well because there's clips of him flat out saying take a vaccine
1: and then he goes anti-vax yeah uh-huh. so what one what one do you believe I, you know what I mean? but it's
0: so the thing is so frustrating because he's so pro-vaccine and then he's complete opposite it's, do you know do you know why
1: Because he's a fucking shite bag that doesn't want to get the vaccination. Yeah. See, unless you're a historical anti vaxxer, like this will be people that have been always anti vax and anti big pharma and anti medicine and, you know, like that end up trying to drink fucking uh, uh, vegetable juice to kill cancer. Like that exists, right? And small amount of people, but see the new anti vaxxers, Mm. they're scared. Yeah. They're afraid of the vaccine. I get it, you know. I'm sorry I just called you a shite bag, it was for comedic effect, but it wasn't that funny. But um they're just afraid, right? Joe Rogan puts testosterone, like injects testosterone into his body, smokes weed that's grown, you know, by a happy in the hills in Colorado, mm-hmm. will take lines, men and all these fucking supplements, but when it comes to this thing for some reason it's triggered this fear response in people yeah and now they're, they're so scared they're desperate to just get the information that proves that they are right they're so right. that they don't seem like a coward to, even to themselves
0: i think i've said this before see so when i went to peru i needed a couple of vaccines and right. I, don't, I don't even know what i got i just they just said you need this this and this to get into this country I booked an appointment with my GP. I went down and I get fucking two injections into my arm, and they were like, you I like
1: malaria, and it'll be some sort of disease.
0: Maybe yellow fever rings right. a bell." Uh-huh. But I was like, i wasn't he sick? Didn't he feel rough?" Even when I got the vaccine, I was like fucked for a day, man. But who cares? I was fucked for a day when I got the flu jag You're fucked for a day when you go for a night out. <laughs>
1: That they, and the Night suit Man, the other the ones. You're no fucked for a day when you eat a
0: G-Ross. <laughs> or See, get a bloody...
1: <laughs> <laughs> or suck <laughs> Ange Postacoglu's
0: See, Bobby. the thing is, like it's a, it's a wee Greek family that run this van. They'll be like, oh, Bobby from Scott Squad will watch his podcast. What was he saying about sucking Ange Postacoglu's cock? What's that got to do with the lamb g <laughs> You get a fucking g you get a gobble of Bobby, man. <laughs> <laughs> i oh. do homers man i'll suck your cock one wonder every cunt thinks i'm gay that's all i talk about sucking cock for food i'm leaving gay it's like <laughs> that's a real eating disorder <laughs> suck cock for giros man
1: we'll suck Bobby for mcdonald's no Aye. mctassels oh man right so how long have we done
0: 40 minutes mate. 40 minutes about um, another 10, 15 or what? Ten or fifteen. I what I kind of I've, I'm looking at the news this week, and uh, I mean, some of it's really sad, mate. I don't know what to say. Like, have you watched anything good recently? I've finished Reacher on Amazon Prime. No. Reacher, the Jack Reacher stuff.
1: I I don't even know who Jack Reacher is. Oh,
0: mate, it's a bunch of books, right? Right. It's like the American James Bond and the guys right. 10 foot built like a brick house and see when they made the films uh tom cruise get cast <laughs> so all the hardcore jack Reacher fans were like right. it's nothing like him
1: talking about closet homosexuals
0: i don't want scientologists because <laughs> i'll suck their bangers after <laughs> honestly man i'll suck so it
1: the jack reacher right so he's like american james bond and he's supposed to be 10 foot tall, and they cast a hobbit. Yeah.
0: Somebody that's, what I mean... And all I the hate. hardcore fans were, like, devastated, even right. though the Tom Cruise films are good. I don't right. know if are you've they? seen them. No, mate, I, don't, I didn't even know that they were a thing.
1: I don't even know... I've never even held a Jack Reacher.
0: Oh, mate, it's really good. It's, like, three right. films. Uh, obviously, Tom Cruise is the main guy, but the fans were a bit gutted, even though they were very successful. And then there's a spin-off that's happened. It's an actual TV series mm-hmm. on Prime. And it's just called Reacher. Now, I don't know who the guy is that plays him, but right. he is genuinely fucking seven foot, built like a brick shithouse. Good. Right, they got what they're up. Aye, to fucking play him. And it is a very, very good TV show. I've got nothing funny to say about it. But it was just good. Just a good show that I'd recommend. I
1: don't, I don't really get much time to watch Terry. I play a lot of computer games like in my downtime, mm-hmm. but like Cam and stuff, like Dead by Daylight. You're into horror. Like horror video games are amazing, mate. It's basically like hide and seek. So you're like, there's like five people and a killer and the killer's either like Leatherface, Michael Myers, Pinhead, um, fucking Freddy Krueger. There's a witch. There's either, and they you go, if you're the killer, you go and hunt people. But if you're a survivor, you need to go and you repair generators. And then after you've done five of them, the door opens and you can escape. It's called Dead by Daylight. It's pure relaxing, mate, because it, it, you just creep about. and Yeah. Um, do you...
0: Up. Is that the PS5?
1: Uh PS4. I've got an Xbox Series 1, a okay. Series S, whatever the newest Xbox is. I've
0: got. So instead of watching things like Reacher, you do that?
1: I, I mean, my missus play, play computer games. FIFA, Fair Warzone, and Dead by Daylight. Have
0: you not watched the new Cobra Kai?
1: No, mate. i finished... Uh, i watched season one and season two
0: The season three is just out right i'm going to watch it it's very good i mean it's like quite non-pc and stuff is it well it's like uh, they poke fun at the kind of woke movement right well it's like no daniel son but the other guy he's like a beer drinker he calls people fat all oh, that type right. of shit. So
1: I who is the bad guy? He's like the bad guy in the first two, and Will like Russell. Aye, that's right. Aye. Aye. What is it? So. But um were you a fan of the Karate Kid movies when you were a wee guy? No, pure into it, but see when I watched them recently, I was I did enjoy them. Aye, mate, I was banging it. See Karate Kid and Rocky. That was like my, my jam. I'd watch the Karate Kid movies and then I'd tie like the fucking belt off my house coat and my heat. <laughs>
0: they fly kicks off the bed. <laughs> trying to do the crane kick to my sister and find <laughs> my arse. Smash my head. Has Mr. Miyagi ever been in the guy that plays Mr. Miyagi? Mm-hmm. Has he ever been in any films apart from the Karate Kid?
1: I think so, mate. I'm sure he was in a Police Academy movie. I could be wrong. Let's, let's consult the Oracle that is IMDb. Um, Miyagi, son. Miyagi. I don't even know how to spell Miyagi. I'm just going to
0: put in Karate Kid. Have you seen the new one when Jackie Chan's Mr. Miyagi? I fucking don't even want to talk about it, mate. Have you seen it? Aye, mate, what a load of shit. Yeah. I thought Jackie Chan was good, but the rest of it was shit. I mean... Jackie Chan's a fucking man, I Aye, think. mate. We've brought this up, see the one he fights the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you not seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> so basically, Jackie Chan's daughter gets killed by an, an IRA bomb and he goes on a mad revenge mission it's only like three or four year old it's fucking brilliant oh
1: mate um so the guy's called pat marita let's just say he's he's in a movie called the karate dog that's got 2.8 stars (laughs) (laughs) so that might be a contender for like one of the best worst (laughs) movies that we've ever seen but he's been in tons mate tons and tons and tons he must have just been the pure he was in baywatch Wow. T- the TV series he must have been the pure token Asian dude yeah you know, he's and, been typecast uh, aye for, for fuck's sake um, he was
0: also in an alien ant farm uh, music video movies yes that's right mate I've seen them live at the bars. they mate, were fucking brilliant I've seen
1: them live at the bars, but they were supported Papa Roach mate were you there that was the same fucking gig aye mate amazing and then I seen them at gig in the green that was aye. three months later how amazing was that gig mate that was amazing I'd, I'd never heard alien art form before that and they came out and it was like a couple of hundred people barras was like quarter full they played fucking smooth criminal first song the place went fucking tonto. Yeah. I Do you just, remember what he said? Does anybody like Michael Jackson? And yep. the place went woo, and then they just went I literally threw a pint away and just went straight into the mosh pit when that started mate. Can I believe we were at the same gig man? That was mental. Wait, you must have been pretty young.
0: I think I might have been about 15 or 16. Right.
1: Aye, so what age would I have been? What age are you know?
0: I'm 34.
1: So I'm 30 I'm, I'm 39, so I I would have been about 18 or 19 yeah. years old. Papa Roach were fucking...
0: I loved Papa Roach, mate. Aye, Papa Roach, I loved him. I've seen them live. See, my gig collection, mate, I had some ticket collection for gigs before I started doing stand-up. I've seen, like, Papa Roach, uh, 50 Cent, Bob Dylan. Fucking... G- I've seen James, mate, about 15 times. I've I got a a couple, really good.
1: I've got a couple of fucking what would you call it, I don't know, a couple of hits on the old gig list Tellers, right okay Tellers,
0: but Tellers random ones as well oh, f- weird ones,
1: seen Marlon Manson Oh, uh, seen Rob Zombie at the garage oh aye, when I was about 14 13 oh. or 14 year old, I like him um, the barrier collapsed and mm-hmm. they got everybody run the side of the took a couple of hundred people run the side of the stage at the garage seen the Bloodhound gang at the garage remember them, Fuck the Bad Touch no way they were brilliant, mate. The guy that played bass, and his name's Jared something, he was wearing a kilt, and, you know, like, in back in the day, health and safety wasn't it, you know, they could do what they want. You were allowed to go up at the side of the stage and jump off the stage and, like, crowd surf and stuff like that, but he put his leg on the barrier, and he had a fucking absolute hammer just swinging between his <laughs> legs, man. <laughs> he had not known underneath what his he's fucking He was wearing kilt. a kilt? He was wearing a kilt, and he put his leg on the barrier, and the crowds were there, and his fucking dick was just flopping about. And was he getting chills? There was, there was, there was a few women there that were had stars in their eyes. Let's just yeah. say, um, were they reaching for it? No, nobody reached to grab his bobby. <laughs> 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 just reaching up here. Geez, that because I would have. Um, but impressive ones. Seen the Foo Fighters at the Barrowlands. Seen Metallica at the Barrowlands. Wow. Seen Rage Against the Machine at the Barrowlands. Slayer at the Barrowlands. The Barlands was like my favourite. That's my favourite gig venue. So Aye. when I've seen people in there, I talk about it.
0: Brilliant. What I've about seen you? Dead Mouse at the Barrows. Amazing. I've seen the Libertines at the Barrows. I was at. The, I was at a Who was the support band? Was it the one he didn't turn up?
1: Uh, no, I seen them when he was there. All
0: oh, right. Okay. So I think this support band was Franz Ferdinand, mate. I'm sure that it was.
1: was up the bracket. Aye, that was when he was in jail. Yeah. So it was uh, just Carol brat that did the singing that night i i wasn't at that mate um i seen him in king tuts before that amazing we a band called kane
0: kane I and
1: i seen maroon because because (laughs) of kane they said on stage oh they came off stage and was like we're supporting maroon five at the garage and i was like i don't know who maroon five are but i went to see kane and i seen maroon five and at the garage they were fucking shite it was, it was, <laughs> the guy came out with a fucking cowboy hat on. I was like Fuck oh God. No. <laughs> um, but aye, aye. What, was, what were you saying now Wibberton's at the bar right what else what other big names have you seen
0: so me and my mate had this running joke that we hated Morrissey he's, right. like, he's a cunt man he's shite and uh, he's like ah do you want to go and see him in Dundee and it was this wee Dundee town centre maybe 300 people or something Right, I think it was a Monday night me and my mate get the train up and we we went to see him and it was fucking amazing man Aye, one of the best gigs I've ever been to in my life. I'm not a
1: fan of Morrissey the person, but the Smiths <laughs> yes. were fucking amazing and he had a solo album that had a song on it, "Irish Blood, English Heart." Yeah, and mate, that album's amazing, man. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan of Morrissey's music, but I wouldn't get caught to he did that gig nowadays.
0: I would say in the last ten years something's happened to him. He's went weird, but like back in the day the smiths and all that was good but i've who else have i seen uh god the beastie boys i've seen them at the
1: exhibition center yeah live at the round yes right in the middle was there oh no way eh? no, I, mean, I think
0: we've probably been to a lot of the I, same I, I used
1: to be a gig rat i was like one of the wee dudes with the fucking dickies and the like the baggy jeans and i i mate. i fucking i used to go to a gig every week like try to Go to just any gig, mate. Used to just go to Ticket Scotland and just look at the Aye, list. And that was, was like eight quid, nine quid a gig. Do you know
0: what I mean? See the guy that was in the Libertines, Carol. What was his other band dirty, called? Dirty Pretty Things. Tell me a funny story about them. I, I was at Tina Park with my mate, and we were waiting to get autographed. And there was all these buds, uh, waiting at the fence and screaming at them. And I shouted out my tits on speed that I wanted him to be inside me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got I went and got my autograph and uh, the drummer signed I took my tap off and he signed my belly so there you go <laughs> embarrassing um, I just want to say thank you to McTassels <laughs>
1: I hope they don't listen to this, mate. <laughs> but see, to be fair, they've had more mentions in this podcast than any other sponsor that Aye. we've ever had. Just so happens to involve oral sex with the the new Celtic manager. Ange
0: glue, God bless. Come up here, I'll get you a fucking Ross Anytime. Um, get that yogurt drink. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much to <laughs> McTassels, Kelvin Way, Buchanan Galleries, The Fort. Go and check them out, and we will be back next week for a new podcast. Do you want to say anything, Paul?
1: No, man. Give me a something big, Angie's cock dub.
0: Um. Oh no! Cut that out. Do it again. <laughs> no, it <that right laughs> is. But... <laughs> We're all just crabs in a bucket trying to survive. <laughs>
1: Oh man.